Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One day, I thought, you know what? I want some ricicles. It's been a while. I could do some ricicles. Oh, no. They don't exist anymore, do they? No, they don't. Oh, I, no. I discovered they were taken down years ago. And I didn't realize it because obviously I well, hadn't been in the mix. I've been in no shot for quite some time. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm pissed because Kellogg's introduced a lot of my cereals because I remember. Do you, do you remember Choco Flakes? Oh, of course. Yeah. Choco flakes. Oh, that was like that. Like it wasn't as good as Cocoa Pebbles, good, but it was it was enough to satisfy my need. And then they got rid of that. Too. That was oh, a good summer if you got Choco flakes, oh, right? Choco flakes was fucking good. Oh, oh, oh. but they came. But no, no, it's not good for the kids. Fuck them kids, man. I want my cereal. <laughs> I can't get my Cocoa Pebbles yeah, but I had to. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that, for t-shirt. Record. Them kids want my cereal. That's your t-shirt, I think. I think that's a t-shirt right there. Fuck them kids for less than three minutes. I want my cereal. I don't want my fucking cereal. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'll get my digital my cereal. Welcome to and that's why we messed up the podcast about geekery, nerdism, and all else in between from a bunged up South London postcode. I am Shadows, <laughs> and welcome to the season finale. She got allergies. I think I have allergies. I don't have Schmovid. I just have something. Movie. I don't know what got this. But I am here, damn it, because I had an idea, a thought. And I thought for the season finale that I would bring in two awesome people in my life to bring this to fruition. So, big man, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, hello, everybody. I hope everyone is well. Welcome to the season finale. I can't complain. It's a uh, very he can warm... he can he can and he I... will. So. But not it's, it's rarity that British weather is actually not that bad, so we embrace it while it lasts. But I'm all good. Always hot. Exactly. I, I can't complain. How are you doing, bro? Apart from the obviously your previous comments about your cereal, but how are you anyway? <sighs> Do you remember when rice calls 
<laughs> just available, you know, just like, I could have swore I saw him in a shop, but I clearly didn't see him, so I'm, I was delusional. I just... If you saw him in the shop, you have to suggest you have a word with a man behind the counter. Yeah, oh, really? uh, that 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 sell by date might be a problem. It'll be worth the risk. You understand me? I will risk it. Oh my god, he's gonna risk it all. But oh I'm fine, god. thank you very much. Hey, hey guys, how's everyone doing? Gonna have to do a shout out. Like, I feel like we're gonna have to do a um a, a best serials of the podcast. Cocoa Pebbles number one, and no story, no questions I, I, done. I, I, Cocoa Pebbles oh, for the win. Like, Cocoa Pebbles. Why, was it, why are you £10 a bloody box, man? Jesus oh, wow. Christ. If you're a £5 a box, oh, oh, damn. Do you know, I remember it used to be my, Tesco, my local Tesco's. It used to be my local Tesco for £3.50 a box. Oh, that was like the. I, I knew had, I had chosen the right area to be in because it gave me my cereal that I loved so dearly from my local Tesco's. It was perfect. And you know what happened? Fucking Brexit. Fucking Britain. Okay. Usually, uh, angry one, but I'm glad I'm not this week. It's the heat and the allergies. It affects no, us all. No, like Takes a us fucking down. cereal. Oh my so god. So you know what? Um, chill, bro, we'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah, chill. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyone wants to send us some? You know, just email me at uh, and um, I'll provide you an address to send all the. I am not a cherry case. I get my own cereal. Oh, well, clearly, I can't get my own cereal because they don't they don't make it anymore, do they? Can I can I just do my bit? Yeah, do my do oh, okay, uh well uh this week uh, it's my turn and I thought I'd go a little bit strange and odd. So here is my proposition and the boys know about this in advance. Each of you is a you get to control an hour and a half of a kids TV channel for a Saturday morning you get to basically put on five shows from whatever era you want and these are some of your favorites so what shows would you pick and why? should I go first is this my one yes it is please okay all right then so 8.30 a.m. First one episode is going to be the Thundercats episode, All That Glitters, season one, episode 17. One of my personal favorite episodes. Um, it's the one where um, they're drilling for Frondrillium, and because of course they have Frondrillium, and they basically, because it's uh, something that came with a meteor, it contains impurities, which is gold, which Panthro describes as junk, because it has no, it's, it's an, an inert chemical nature. Uh, I actually watched it again today just for giggles. Uh, and then he gathers it and dumps it in a bottomless ca chasm using the thunder tank, because of course. However, Chitara picks up a bit of it. She's like, I love it, and makes a chain out of it. And just starts to wear it for the rest of the episode. I love this episode. It's the episode where uh, the Sword of Omens gets broken. Because they break a cardinal rule. Which is that due to the deception of Mumra, Lino and Tigra ended up fighting each other. And the Sword of Omens is broken. And thus hilarity ensues. Schnarf is doing this schnarfness. The burbles drop up in there for a bit of knowledge. 
honestly, I it's just one of my favorite episodes. Bruv killed this. It was recorded and he killed the episode to the point where when I when I, when I was watching, it, I was like, I remember all of what you're saying. It's junk. I remember all of it, and I was like, oh my god, see how it all comes back. And one of the things I like at the end, because you know, like the thing with Thundercats is they all have like um, a moral. Yeah. So the moral for which I didn't know, the moral for all the glitters is be sure before you act. But I think that's trifling because <laughs> I think I do. I think that's trifling because I think the actual moral is that um, cats will hide shiny things, but they could be useful because the fact that not because the thing is what it transpires is that not only did she did, did she Tara take the necklace she took a whole load and basically put it in her room so she could basically just do cat things with the gold and it ended up being useful to reforge the sword of omens so even though i like the be sure before you after there's a whole subtext behind it i went down a rabbit hole guys they were like talking about um children who may not be able to concentrate so this lesson is demonstrated to them that you know like tiger like tiger and leo uh, uh, and if you act first without thought, there could be devastating consequences. So the children need to know that you should be sure before you act. And it just reminds me of the He-Man episode that you saw, bruv, where it's like, bend with your legs, bend with your, bend with your, bend with your back, not your legs, or remember your legs on your back. And I remember that going, oh my God. But yeah, so uh, that would be my first point. At uh, 8.30 a.m., you would have to watch uh, Thundercats or The Glitters. Nice choice. 9am. We're going to take it right now. We are going to go to uh, something more current. And I think the stereotype would be that, and it's tempting to kind of stay in the past, but I want to give props to the present and current or my present and current. So the second, second thing that I will put on is the episode, The Words, from the uh, series, The Amazing World Gumball. It is the 12th episode of season two and the amazing world of gumball is just it's nuts to describe it if yeah i'm I'm gonna try there's a dad who is a cat and the mum's a rabbit and they have children uh anais and gumball and one day gumball's goldfish attains sentience sprouts legs and becomes his adopted brother uh it's weird a lot of the animation was actually done in britain and it's just an amazing it's an amazing series i'd highly recommend it um this series the words um is basically where darwin's really really polite so gumball teaches him how to be direct and what happens is an amazing montage where under the tutelage of Gumball, Darwin starts to like issue disses in songs and it ends it culminates with them having a battle in the style of Street Fighter, but just with words. And it is honestly a beauty to behold. I'm going to share the link to the song Tell Him What He Thinks About Us because I love it so much and it literally cracks me up. Um so that would be my second choice. Nice, nice, the words. Nice. Okay. 9.30 a.m. We're going to go weird. I'm going to say the first episode, season one, Nightmare. 
Um, because, <laughs> right. I said the other day that my theory is that Nightmare is the original escape room. Nightmare, um, and I didn't really realize this, has like a viewing in Cuba and like loads of places in Canada. And some Americans may have actually seen this where, you know, basically, um, and um, some kids direct another kid through a maze. The kid has a helmet on. And what we see is the most basic and amazing Spectrum ZS graphics that you will ever see in your entire life as this person is guided through um, a series of maze and different rooms. It is the original to me escape room, just on a wider scale. And it's basically like a team um, who, who basically guides this member. So it's like, you know, they'll go, go forward five steps, turn left, what have you. And then you have to do something like, if you're going to cast spell, you go spell casting and you would, spell out the spell and yeah you're basically trying to navigate through you're basically doing dungeon crawling and the person is called the dungeoneer and uh you have your first guidance by Treyguard, who uh puts you through the whole who gives you an introduction and you go through that and it is sometimes you end on a sometimes it stops on a cliffhanger there's no guarantee that one episode you'll complete it sometimes they die not obviously for real but you know in the game and it, honestly i didn't realize it was eight seasons long is what i didn't realize mm. yeah it's really eight it was really was eight seasons long it ran from 1987 to 1994 and it was the stuff of i had to come home for it because it was just so enjoyable to watch the first season was like eight episodes, but they went on to like do 16 and what have you. So I honestly, genuinely would leave. I'm going to try and leave a little intro to Nightmare um, in the comments as, in the um, in the below. Uh, so just check that out. That would be my personal request for the 9.30 slot. 10 a.m. Um, once again, I'm coming a bit more, uh, a bit more, um, not old school, into the current my choice is the episode first day from the series regular show that's a uh, season two episode 25 um i love it i love regular show i feel like people of our age appreciate it probably more mm -hmm. because it references a lot of stuff that we grew up with um strange and amazing recreations of stuff first day i love because it begins with kenny Loggins doing i'm all right from caddyshack but if you watch it it's shot like top gun which is gonna sound weird but trust me watch it and even the way things that, that things are looked things are looked at really remind me of the top gun volleyball scene and it's very <laughs> deliberate I, I it's so i watched i was like this is literally the top gun. You know, it's it's a brilliant it's a really good series mark hamill's in it um there are some weird people who turn up in the entirety of regular show including the founding member of destiny's child which i was like i'm sorry what amazing mark hamill's in it permanently it's just an amazing cavalcade old school films like house and kickboxer and just the most weird and random things turn up in there and it's just basically is about mordecai and rigby who are just two waste men who basically work in a park and what they get up to and the escalation is always mad the escalation is always some kind of weirdness like like how you get there it's like how did we get there but um yeah please check it out and i have a, i love pops and 
uh, one of the things I love is that they basically play the like rock paper scissors, and Pops calls it quartz parchment shears, and I just love it. <laughs> I love it so so much. Please, please watch regular show. Which brings me to ten a.m. Uh, my final show, and I feel like I want to traumatize people because that's how a lot of British TV was. So my final um, choice would be this episode one, series one, Chucky. It's a very strange TV Which one's show. Like Chucky. It's called Chucky. It was in nineteen eighty four. It's a six part television drama. It's based on a novel by John Wyndham, who wrote like David Triffids, and it's basically about this kid who kind of gets chosen by an extraterrestrial visitor to be the source of information about life on Earth. And all of his, like, workers start to improve. And it means, like, a powerful, like, insidious group take notice. And it's just the weirdest thing because it's strange things like, like, they don't tell you when it's set, but it's a kind of the future. And their idea of the future is the fact that the family has, like, a Citroen CX car because they see that as quite futuristic back in the day. But it's also quite creepy. The sound, the music is very creepy. I'll I'll play it. It's really, really weird. But it's very British and it has this insidious ick about it that makes you feel a bit like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? So I watched it and was traumatized, but I could not stop watching it and watched it. It's like, there's literally like two sequels, Chucky's Children and Chucky's Challenge. And... Yeah, but I would definitely say I'm going to end on the weird British note of Chucky. And that's what I would do for a Saturday morning if you let me just do the programming. I don't know. If I, I, don't, I don't understand what your end game is. I don't. Why would you? <laughs> what, this, what? Are you trying to entertain or destroy? Both, because that's what British TV does to you. You have a chortle in the wheelies, right? No, clearly not, because I, 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 I... See? The... Jamie, Jamie Magic Torch. Oh, Jamie Magic Torch, do you remember that? Yeah. Some of that stuff was, like, horrifying. And that's the thing I don't think is with, with a lot of British kids' TV, because a lot of the stoners were allowed to make TV. They've obviously been on bad acid trips, and all their acid trips became TV series, like Chucky and Sapphire and Steel. And other weird things. All all the puppets, because we can't talk about that. We can't forget about the puppet thing. Mm-hmm. I could have gone down the whole Joe Knighty, Captain Scarlet thing, but I decided not to and leave it at Nightmare and Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. My my aim was to delight, surprise, and terrify. And yeah. eat it. Yeah. So uh, that's my programming for Saturday, and then then go forth in the world, being terrified, intrigued, and wait to see more. Welcome, Watch the Illusion, to the Castle of Confusion. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. What do you think? Wow. The silence is is deafening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think think, think I'll taste differences. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like I said, there were some ways I could have gone, but I decided to go against the grain a little bit with the inclusion of Nightmare and Chucky. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, who's next on the programming? Not yet. So you're it. Okay, bro, go. I said not it. That's the rule. If I say not it, it's not me. It's big man, go away. Oh, <laughs> big, 
Okay, big man, go for it. What's your programming say? What um, you got? It's ironic, actually, because you've actually mentioned one of my programs in your last sentence. So, oh. to start things off on a Saturday morning, you wake up, you come downstairs, you turn on your TV, bang, you're just going to go into a hard hitter straight away. One of my defining programs as a child, growing up, even now, I still watch this program, no matter how old it is, Captain Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, Captain Scarlet and the Mr. Rones. Yeah. Harry Anderson in the building. Episode one. Now, I need to take you back to a young big man. Yeah. Yeah. A young big man. A young, yeah. Like, Hearing you say that is weird. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why it's weird. Because I, I, I don't think I've ever heard, yourself, heard you call yourself big man. That's yeah. true. No. It felt like a rap song. Let's take a step to think back. It's weird you refer to something. Third person at the same time, you've never called yourself big. Oh, no, okay, whatever. I'm sorry. That's weird. Sorry, sorry. So, the year of the young big man. Yeah, year of the young big man. And this was a late Saturday afternoon, this may have been. Or early morning. Can never remember. I asked my late gran, my auntie, my uncle. And I fully blame him for this, actually. So shout out to you, Darth. Yeah, I fully blame you. He's been cool, like Warren, Warren, like a boy just shuffling on the floor. Said we've got something that we're gonna watch, and starts. And all of a sudden, he puts on this program. I just remember it being dark and someone walking down an alley. And then randomly, some guy in a red outfit is just shooting away. Everyone's oh shooting. God, at you know what? I can see this. I remember yeah. this episode. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, wait a minute, this man's been shot at, but there's no bullets. And then the the introduction will always, always stick to my head. Leading the fight, there is one man, indestructible. His name, Captain Scarlet. Captain Scarlet. <laughs> dun, dun. Captain Scarlet. This was my first journey into darkness, no pun intended. Right? <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> my first journey into darkness because you see the story of how one Captain Black actually turned. He was never bad from the get-go. Unfortunately, he took on the Mr. Ons, failed, and they turned him. But something for me as a child stood out, and this what, this what got me. This is a, allegedly a children's program. One thing I always remember in the whole episode, there was one death that that even as now, I thought, how and why? This is a children's program. Captain Black is in a plane. He's in, a, in fact, he's in a helicopter. And he's got one of his uh, colleagues with him. His colleague's talking away. At this point, he's been infected by the Mysterons. And being the voices that the Mysteron was, it was, you need to throw him out of the plane. Wow. And I remember, I can't remember why this guy was talking to Captain Black. He was just saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to turn left, you need to dodge the bullets. You know, Captain Black just looked at him, gave him a backhand, and just threw him out of the plane. And I thought, hang on, hang on, this is a children's no, program. You, like don't see some... <laughs> you don't see someone die like that. And then you realise, actually, you're not the problem. You're unfortunately just in the way. And I think from then, that's what stood out to me. That Yes, Conrad Turner is a dark, dark the hot character but he can't help it 
he really can't. And you can see those later episodes. He was trying to fight against the Mr. Runs, but there's just too much for him. And every week, I mean, hell, that's to prove how retro this is. I mean, that was probably my most expensive DVD I bought back in the day when DVDs first came out. I spent 130 quid on that box set. Bloody hell. Yeah. Wow. That's a dedication. Yeah, yeah, and I, you can imagine many years later when I saw it for five pounds, I wanted to cry and just. It's a hide. That's an insult right there. They dissed you, they even kiss you. Oh, look. For real. Oof. Yeah, that, that hurt. But you know what? It's one of those programs, even. It's had many remakes, many adaptations, but you can never not the original. And what I love about Captain Scarlet compared to Thunderbirds, this program never ended with everyone sitting around a family table cracking up or playing around the piano. No. Yeah, Captain Scarlet didn't do that. No, you knew it was something was going to come back 10 times worse. Kind of preparing you for life in a way. Kind of hard not life, but yeah. Wow. Captain Scarlet. It was a lesson to be learned. But that was dark. So that's, that's, that's the uh, what 8.30 slot, correct? Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you got nine o'clock so, now. Nine o'clock, we have to go, we have to move up the tempo a little bit. Now, I'm sorry, you can't, you cannot mention children's TV or kids' TV without mentioning this program. Now, this program pretty much cemented my love for comic books. We've all, we all know what this program is. We've all seen it. We all loved it. And the fact it's coming back soon, as long as it has that intro, I'm all in. Is it? Yeah. 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 VR Troopers, I love that show. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. God damn. <laughs> yeah, so X-Men for me was just a flawless TV series. To be fair, it... am I wrong to say that I actually prefer some of the cartoons to the movies as well? You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Because obviously, wrong. Wrong. when it comes to cartoons and TVs in general, TV series yeah. in general, they're not hindered by politics. Yeah, AKA producers true. who think they know better. Ain't that the truth right there? I couldn't have said any better, bro. Now, there's been many episodes I can talk about. I mean, Gambit's debut, him and the whole uh, rogues love story. But for me, the standout episode is season two. with a two-parter called Death Do Us Part. If you remember that, that's when Gene and Cyclops are getting married. Yes. 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 Mr. Yes. Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Yes. <laughs> that for me yeah. was literally jumping off the comic book page onto a TV for me. It was everything. I can I can sit here and watch Liverpool all night, but I won't. If anyone knows or can find this, please stop what you want. In fact, listen to this podcast, then go and watch it. Thank you. Absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, and the fact that it's all X-Men working together with something we haven't seen since X2. That's still actually my favourite X-Men movie. This was mm-hmm. brilliant. Mr. Simpson was brilliant. Everything was just flawless. As you will say, sis, kiss, kiss right there. Yes. Must be. Must see TV or must see animation TV. So that was the... To be fair, I that's can't... Be, yeah, that's a two-parter. Is that allowed? Hmm. I'll allow it. She's biased. I'll allow it. Season finale, I'll allow yeah. it. I'm a biased to X-Men, so, so I'll allow it. Also, this is another connection to 
the Marvel mainstream of cartoon series. If I have to mention X-Men, I'm going to have to mention Spider-Man. Is that your, your, is that your mention or, your, or, or are you actually watching next? Spider-Man, Which one? Spider-Man, yep, that one. <laughs> Come on, that was the mid-90s. Everyone was watching that Spider-Man series. Do you know? Do you know the most weird thing about that show is that when you when you really think about it, when you look back at it, mm. Spider-Man never really threw a punch. I think there was only like once he threw a punch, mm. but they there was never any. There was they never had guns. Like you had the Punisher, who's probably like one of the most yeah. cool heavy characters in the in the Marvel in the Marvel franchise. He like he had guns, but they were laser stun guns. He never he never threw like a him as a hero never threw like a full-blown punch at a bad guy ever and that was done by design no that was done very well mm. that's a bad thing now because even thinking about it he actually used his brain or had help but he never physically got involved mm. and ironically one of my favorite standout episodes was no was season two and it was called the battle of the insinister six which clearly, for those that know, is Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six. Oh, yeah. Now, it was a rarity that you had the, if I can use the term, original Sinister Six all in one lineup. Mm. But, they, but if I'm correct, it was Aunt May that actually helped, that actually was, that, wait a minute, it was Aunt May that they kidnapped. That's why Peter went after him. Yes. In the, in the, in, or you're talking about in the cartoon. Yeah. Yes, it was. And I literally I can remember it right now. And I even think, I think I need to find this because it's damn fucking hard to come by. And I've been looking for it on stream device. And we even went on eBay. And, and you know it's bad when I've got a search on eBay for something. And I've been quoted ridiculous price. I, mean, I, love, I don't love it that much. <laughs> but everything about that episode from them taking Aunt May. Peter Tamney's breakdown because that's that's his, that's Aunt May. You don't ever touch Aunt May. Mm. You don't. Don't no. Simply, you just don't do it. To see how he reacted and the hell he was put through to save her, and the help he had to save her as well. Brilliant, absolutely. For me, I remember as a child watching it. And who had that? Was that BBC that showed it? Um, Sky One had it. Uh, yeah, I think one, when, yeah. it, when it came on when it came on normal TV, I think it was ITV. One of the things shows had it. I think. I could I be wrong. A cat show, and I remember screaming at the TV and getting told to shut up and making too much noise. But it was everything you could have wanted because it ended on such a cliffhanger. I'm like, oh, and typical Sky. Let's see the continuation. Come back next week. I ain't got seven days. I ain't Craig David. I ain't got time to wait. I want it now. But what can I say? Absolutely brilliant. One for the ages. Spider-Man, we salute you. Nice, nice, Okay, nice. what you got? What you got? Now, this one is a no-brainer. Yeah, again, it's something that if you know me, you know my association and affiliation with this cartoon series as a child. Love it then, even love it now. I'm going to have to mention He-Man. <laughs> well, the masters of the universe, yep. of course. Now, we have to go a little bit fast forward. It's season one, episode 60. Uh-huh. Episode 60, you know, in season one. Wow. And the name... Oh, shit, I'll put it all into that first. Just in case, we're going to put it all into this one. <laughs> yeah. This is... The name of the episode is called Evil Seed. Does that ring a bell? Hmm. Vaguely. No. 
this is the first, and I mean first and last time, that you saw He-Man and Skeletor work together. Oh, this rings a bell. Why do I remember seeing this? But it's vague. Right, Evil Seed basically was, if I'm correct, just like, like a criminal with poison ivy of some sort. She was stronger than both of He-Man and Skeletor put together. They couldn't defeat her separately. In fact, if I'm correct, she was originally working with Skeletor, but she double-crossed him. And, you know, we don't double-cross Skeletor here because the breakdown ensues and the hysterical laughing and the cussing goes down. <laughs> there was none of that. So it was bizarre seeing, it's kind of like, I'm sorry to use a wrestling pun, but Hulk Hogan and Macho Man working together. Seeing them two work together to stop her, brilliant. Because you're always thinking, Skeletor's yeah, going to double turn here. Because this is, you, you just, it's like seeing Superman and Lex Luthor working together. It ain't never going to happen. It probably might happen, I don't know about it. But, yeah, it's happened a few times, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's something that, even now, I'm, I'm talking to you, I remember watching it the other day, and I thought, why hasn't this ring? But it was such an episode. It was brilliant. <laughs> But what got me is the fact that this is a, a series, season one, and we don't get this now. I mean, we're lucky if a program gets five episodes, but this has 60 in its first season. You don't get those numbers anymore. And no. no, you don't. Can you imagine <laughs> 60? <laughs> no. Even though I'd be like, I'd be intimidated if I saw that on Netflix one day. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Let's do it. <laughs> 75. Plus, I'm not coming to work. This is going to be a long mid-session. Okay. I have a real job in front of me now. Uh, yeah. I'm only on episode 32. I've got some time to go. I have, I have to mention the He-Man, so that, that's a no-brainer. So I believe that leaves me one more. Yep, you do. Now, this one's going to shock a few people. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. <laughs> This, yeah, I, there's no way about it. I'd have to go. He, oh, sorry, I can barely say it. I'm even laughing. Felix the cat. Yeah, again, okay, I'm like, not, that, I'm that, not, that is a sh- that not. is a shock to me, but I'm but not. not. But yeah, I, have, I know you, big man. That's <laughs> yeah. Felix the that cat. Is your, that is your happy place. Yes, that is happy place for you. Yeah. What's there not to love about a sarcastic cat? I mean, to be oh, fair, no yeah. different than Garfield. But I think he. Uh, so he's kids, but. Felix was just 10 times worse. There was actually no level to what this cat will say or do, which prime example, season one, episode one. Some little kid was kept, the whole episode was just you getting to know Felix and what he does and how he operates with his crew and he's a bit of a loner. But one thing stood out to me in this episode. This little boy for the whole episode was kind of really wanting to befriend Felix. Stuck to him like glue. So whenever Felix wanted to get something to drink, he would be there. Want something to eat, he would be there. And he kept on talking to Felix, and you can see Felix was getting agitated, he was getting wound up for a cat, obviously. And what Felix did next, I couldn't believe. For a cat and a children's program. He looks at, yeah, he looks at the boy up and down, and he says, and I quote, Get away from me, kid! You're boring me! And kicks him out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. The boy goes crying to his mum. And at that point, I thought, damn, you're a cat. 
you're supposed to be loved, but yet you're acting kind of cold. And I saw the clip recently on YouTube as well, that same episode. And I'm, I'm, I'm crying on the way to work. People must thought I'm having some type of breakdown. But I was absolutely crying with laughter because I can't stop. It's such an episode. So by all means, if you want a, a nice, relaxing laugh on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning, by all means, put on Phoenix and Friends. I fully recommend. Hmm. Alright. Alright, little journey that we go on. <laughs> sure you, big man. No problem, man. The story's from Big Man Season 2. Fourth coming. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Bruv. What you got for us? What you got for us? Got to tell us what he thinks about us. It's not my turn, it's someone else's turn. No. There's literally three of us, and Jason is still. No, Jason, you let me down again, mate. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I went a different way. Like I thought I would go more old school, but I chose not to. I thought I kind of keep it. I think I keep. I kept it in the area where I kind of embraced my geekiness a bit more. I would say. Okay. Kind cool. Of, but, but my choices are kind of. Not what you expect, but kind of, but but you're not so you should be surprised by my choices. Okay, I'm excited. Okay. Abe. All right. So. Ready. All right. So first one. Yeah. Now I knew I was going to go for this show, but I wasn't sure of the episode to choose from because there was two episodes I really wanted to choose from, but one just outdid it for me due to the fact that it just tied into my love for superheroes. So the show, okay. the show yeah. is Rugrats. Yes, 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 yes. I like the, that. Bold yes. choice, bruv. Bold. And the, and the, see, the episodes from season three, episode 14, I think it is, or 12. Okay. Um, okay. So, oh, sorry, episode four, I was completely wrong. 21, episode 21 in season three. Um, okay. So, was, so with um, Drug Rats, they did, they did double, double episodes. So, um, the first episode was... Um, what was it? It was Angelica's worst nightmare, which is not the one I really, I, I really want to concentrate one on. It was the next one afterwards, which was called the Mega Diaper Babies. Mega <laughs> Diaper Baby. Like I remember that one. Yeah. So like, for those who don't know the story, so the idea, so the idea is that like, um, the Rugrats, so Tommy, Chucky, Phil, Lil, and Angelica are watching a, a, a cartoon or a show called the Mega Hyper, the Mega Hyper Heroes, or something like that. Um, there's Changeling, who can change, obviously. Um, Miss Invisible, um, Poor Man's Hulk, Bulk, and um, <laughs> and Flamo, and. Um, the the show the show they're watching ended on a cliffhanger and then Angelica being Angelica stole each toy that the kids were were holding and took them to herself because that's what Angelica did. So yep. Tommy in his in his in his wisdom and leadership decided we're gonna become mega hype mega diaper babies by getting their teeth and rings of power to get the power, <laughs> and they became changing baby which was Tommy, spitball boy which was Phil. Dotted Line Girl, which was Lil. Lil. And Stinky, the smelliest baby in all the world. Chucky. And Chucky's and Chucky Chucky's word, Chucky's voice line was, why do I always have to be stinky? And 
and Adventures in Sue, it was basically them taking on um, Angelica, who was basically Ultron in, in this in this in this animation, <laughs> and it was just. It was just a like I I, I rewatched this uh, just uh, had to because like you know when you watch shows back in the day and you watch them now a lot of them haven't aged very well and yep and it's not as good as you remember it this one was yep. as good as I remembered it it was fun it was it was it was cool it was very it was it was um it brought a smile to my face and that's what that's all you can that's all you can ask for from a show so um, that's what that, I hoped yeah. that's what I got when I rewatched some of this as well it's like. Mm. It took me to a place at the time, and I was like, "These were so cool. Yeah. It felt so good. Yeah." But now I'm gonna have to bring the mood down a little bit. Okay, nine nine o'clock. Bring it down. All right. So sticking with Nickelodeon, but this yeah. time we are sticking with. But this time we're doing with Doug. And things are gonna get a bit emotional. This one. Oh, hey yeah. mayonnaise. Um, because. <laughs> I, I couldn't find I couldn't find what season or episode it was. It was very hard to find the information on this one. But um so what happened was um it was a snow day and they were all most of the kids um of Bluffington were just on the on the ice ski um skating and doing all that all their jazz. And BB, the rich girl of the whole BB Bluff, um yeah. she was skating towards thin ice. Pork chop saw this, went to get her bit on the leg and pulled her away. We but talked about we this. We did talk about this. Yeah, we did talk about this episode. And we did. Yes. And um everyone saw it as Port Chop being violent and biting her, but at the same time it was obviously we saw, we had we had the information. We saw that she was he was trying to save her. And it was a full blown trial to put put Port Chop down. He was a dangerous dog and all this and it was just an emotional rollercoaster of they're going to kill my dog. He, blah, 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 why are you doing this, Port Chop? Tell us because obviously, obviously we see Port Chop in the in, in the series doing all these amazing things, wearing wearing costumes, dancing, you know. But he can't talk. <laughs> He's just a dog. Yeah. He can't really. You can't tell me what you. Yeah, and it basically was an adventure of what happened. It was basically a trial of Port Chop. I can't remember if that was the episode was called, but it was just an emotional roller coaster of just drama love and just remembering just, and just like like flashes of seeing doug by a gravestone of of porch i'm just like what <laughs> oh my so gosh. i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring some reality into 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 my programming <laughs> like, life oh my and gosh. death matter <laughs> wow wow okay yeah and and hashtag say porch up porch up for life <laughs> Yeah, okay. I remember that one. I remember that episode. We were talking. We were talking about a couple months ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Mm. We did. Left, left, left a little bit of a mark. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> All right. The next slot, I'm gonna put in Power Rangers. Of course. Of course. And the episode I'm gonna put in for for Power Rangers is season one, the first episode of green 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 ranger was that season one that was season one why did i think that was years down the line wow. um to be fair be, power ranger continuity is so different so messed up because yeah. with because like they over underestimate how well power rangers would did would do so like obviously it was based on the Japanese um, counterpart sent um, ZU Sentai, and um, 
obviously they, they filmed up to a point and then they stopped and then obviously they moved on to the next series but because it did so well in america and obviously everyone was synonymous with those costumes and everything they actually had to get special episodes made especially in japan for them to do that so like because that, that period where tommy got his power tommy became was a bad guy was part of the team for a bit then just disappeared because he lost his powers because yeah. in the in the in the Japanese series, he um, his character dies. So like basically, the Green Rangers basically that's why that's why in the, in the American one he lost his powers. But because of the popularity of both of his character and Parent in general, season two didn't really start until I would say when he came back. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I could be actually, I could be making this all up in my head, but but I'm pretty sure that's how, that's how, that's how it worked. Um, but yeah, so the first season with the Green Ranger, the introduction of Tommy Oliver, Jason David Frank, and um, and Rita getting her own Ranger, and the, him proceeding to beat the shit out of Power, the Power Rangers for like yeah. five episodes. It was it, it, was, it was amazing, yeah. amazing. That I was like, I get. No, I was hyped for the child and I wanted a Green Ranger figure. I remember pressuring my mum refusely. I don't want Knight Rider. I don't want Heat Man anymore. I wanted a Green Ranger. Wow. wow. No. Yeah? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. But, yeah. No, because I, I remember, because I think when that when that saga started, me, Shantel and the family, we were, we were in the same kits at the time. Yeah. So by the oh, time, but so by the time we got back, we I just the second episode had just been had just it was, it was airing that day, so I was like, what the hell is going on? And like, cause I came into to aftermath of the 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 the, send, the, the, the command center had been destroyed. Zordon was missing. They couldn't have didn't have access to their full power. I was just like, what the hell? And like, when I saw the hell? yeah, when I saw the first episode, I literally saw this this guy jump into the Megazord and punch them all out of the Megazord and proceed to beat the shit out of them. And I was like, wow. Okay. I, I, I'm invested. I'm invested. So I want everyone else to have that investment. So that would be my third slot. Great choice. Okay. Bruh, by the way, yeah, the Doug episode is called Doug's Christmas Story Season That's 4, it. Episode 10. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Um... Next next slot, we're keeping it. We're going to go Cartoon Network this time. So, so you, as you can see, I've kind of gone with um, like like early late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Cable TV. So we had Nickelodeon. Yep. We had technically yep. Fox Kids, and now Fox we're Kids. and now we're going to Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And we are go me? we are going with Watcha Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, yes. Big shout out! Big shout out! And the episode six, six soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the episode I'm going with is called Jack in Egypt. I couldn't again. I couldn't find what season that was in. Okay. But um, I think I want to say season three. I really want to say season yeah. three, but I could be completely wrong. But Jack in Egypt. So um, um, Haku, being the thing he was, wasn't having much joy trying to kill Jack because you no, know, Jack is a badass, and um. He sourced help from these creatures known as the minions of Set. Now there are these. There were, I guess I just was describing there were these mutant anteaters. Best way to describe them, but they were yeah. just horrendous and horrible and just tough as nails. 
And like, do you know, do you know when, when Sam Jack's fighting, there's a process to him, to, to his battle. So basically when it gets tougher and tougher, he loses more of his, 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 his clothing and usually ends up in his pants by the end of it and pants and sandals, basically. Um, yep, yep. Literally in the first five seconds. So Jack is a weather legend. So he's in Egypt, because um, he obviously when before all this happened, he traveled the world to get training to take on a, um, Haku in the first place. So um, he was in Egypt, reliving some memories of finding like um, the site of the mini set. So when he realized he was he was on the he was on the site of the mini set and that the pit had been opened, they proceeded to give him the beating of his life. He was topless in five seconds, and to the point where he had to defend himself, run away, and say the words, "These are the strongest creatures I've ever faced in my entire life." And he had no solution. The only solution he had to beat them was to read the incantations all over the place and summon a god to get rid of them that's how bad these things were because he could not take he could not handle them at all there's always a solution jack would um would find in most of, most of the fights he, he ever got himself into but with this, this solution he had to call a literal god to get rid of them i like this <laughs> it's called jack and the scarab it's episode 31 season three Thank you. I was writing the three. <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> I feel I see. This is giving me the mummy vibes. Mm. In a sense, yes. yeah, because like, yeah, it, it really was. Because like, literally, again, it was um, because like, obviously, the whole premise of Jack, obviously, he, he was sent back. He was sent into the future where Haku reigned, lived long, and obviously, he's he's traveling a desolate world where it's mostly a wasteland with a few futuristic bits and pieces here and there. And obviously he's gone back to an area which is basically a Egyptian wasteland and seen pieces of hieroglyphs where he grew up technically and trained. Um, but you, you got you got you got a little deep dive into his past, which is really cool because you, yeah. you got you got bits and pieces throughout the whole series, throughout the whole show. But like moments like that were really cool. And then again, it took, it took him going back to his past to stop stop the things, the sort of thing that was kicking his ass in the first place. So yeah, that would be the fourth one. Um, Big shout out to Phil Lamar as always. Phil Lamar and uh, Mako, may you rest in peace. Yes. All right. Oh, what we got? And last but not last? least, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, where is it? Where's it going to be? All Turtles, right. Was it going to be Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z, baby. Now I okay. remember that the an episode I'm choosing is the episode that got me into Dragon Ball Z in the first place. I saw this episode while I was on the holiday in St. Kitts again, actually. Um, happened to be on TV, and it was um, Saiyan Saga, Goku versus Vegeta for the first time. Uh-oh. And, again, I had never seen anything like Dragon Ball before in my entire life. I've seen anime, and I've <laughs> seen, like, your your basic action anime, but, the, the like, the fighting was just on another level like you like like, the, like again it's like these, these were titans yeah fight uh, at their best fighting literally holding uh, having power in their hands that could destroy destroy an earth because like destroy a planet because at the time i didn't really know much about the mythology so in my head one's one's a human the other one's an alien 
but yeah. I didn't really understand that they were both aliens. One was raised on one was raised on Earth, the other hadn't been ra- had been raised obviously on his planet, and um, it's just the the, the scene that that's just synonymous with this episode is the beam fight they have where Vegeta is trying to shoot shoot um, his Gallic gun at Goku to hit the planet and destroy it, and Goku's using his Kamehameha to push him push him away and stop him from doing it. And that scene is so iconic; like you can find a picture of it anywhere on the internet you can find um the amount of video game clips or recreations of it by fat with fan with fan with fan um fan animation fan footage it's uh, it's it's iconic it's, it's kind iconic. of it's kind of like one yeah it's one of it's one it's one of the, the um the royal jewels of anime so yeah. i would definitely end it on something like that so get so you get a, a packs of punch so, you, so we end in a bang in one head of a bang and um yeah. But yeah, that would be my shows. Quality shouts out, bro. Thank you. I've got to say, I love the fact again that once again, for all that there is, we didn't overlap as in, we didn't like choose the same. Mm. We all went a different yeah. route. Well, to be honest, uh, we... you went, you, when you said Thundercast, I was like, fuck's sake, I can go on an emergency one. I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to do all the glitters because it's one of my testing ones. But um, yeah, I, I love that we went to different routes. We have different recommendations. We've gone through time. We've gone from like you know, from really old obscure to from like you know British stuff like Captain Scarlet and Chucky to Dragon Ball to you know to Samurai Jack to Rugrats. I just I just love it. I think that's why I wanted to kind of encapsulate for our season finale so thank you so much because i love like to go around and see things through your eyes and i hope that the audience enjoy this too um i just also want to take this time to say uh bruv i absolutely salute you uh, this season has been an absolute treasure to do with you you're just phenomenal and it's just been the fun has been i love that we do this and i want to keep doing this big man same honestly man the energy the love the jokes has just been there and it's been amazing i give credit to your props every time we do this um i just enjoy it i enjoy that we can share on this platform and uh thank you to every single person the thousands of people it isn't the thousands who download listen like subscribe i'd love it if you'd talk to us more you know put stuff on instagram email us or what have you but you know we're building things slowly and we're building one brick at a time. And I just love to entertain. I love when I get feedback, which I have done over the years. So thank you so much. Shout out to everybody. And um, thank you for going on this journey. Um, we hope to return with season three um, in, uh, at the later part of the year. But we're going to take a couple of, just a couple, just a month or two off just to recharge batteries because we all, this, we all work and ting and what have you. And, It'd be crazy on them streets, and sometimes you've got to take a little bit of a breather, but we want to come back stronger and offering you something interesting, intriguing, something to laugh about. So no doubt. I just would say thank you to both of y'all, and we'll, we'll say thank you for the journey. Because we couldn't do this without you. I mean, you're the one that hypes us up, gives us the energy to go on, and yeah, I I can only mirror what Brub will say, but without you and Brub, this wouldn't be possible. And obviously... A massive thank you goes out to everyone that listens, supports, downloads, uh, downloads us, interacts with us. Just thank you because 
you guys give us the energy to carry on. So thank you very much. And have a good summer and stay safe out there. You can mirror what I say. I'm not saying nothing. Ha! In your <laughs> face, big man. Okay, fine, I'll say something. Yeah, um, again, I did not know what this would turn into considering the, considering the trials that are put in front of us with lockdown and COVID and all that stuff. We made it work and we've been going strong ever since and we're going to continue to keep going strong until I quit, which she doesn't realise I'm going to quit like right after this. We're done. I'm not doing this ever again. She doesn't know that, but don't wow. tell her. I'm going to keep it. Shh! She doesn't know. And she'll never that? know. Sorry, I'm, I'm black tab there for a second. Uh, yeah, cool. This uh, is the last episode. Last episode, I promise. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You'll see us in two months where we'll be stronger, faster, better. Um, and you could say it will be one hell of an instant classic. Amen to that. You know, and like I said, there's plenty of episodes to get through. Please just have a listen from our season one through our season two. Let us know your highlights. Let us know your lowlights. Let us know anything the hell you want. Uh, you can <laughs> you can uh, find you can email me directly at sejudesavengers at gmail.com you can reach out to us on Instagram which is best up pod or you can check us out on Twitter uh, big man bruv what's your socials okay I is sorry excuse me I is I is I is I is, I is. <laughs> there I is <laughs> let me rewind and restart you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Roberts Underscore V1 or on Twitter at War3782. Mr. Classic Grub, take it away. I is on the tube of you. <laughs> YouTube. On the Instant Classic Gaming. You can also find me on Twitch, TikTok and Instagram under Instant Classic Underscore Gaming. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing, liking. Thank you very much for being there. Take care. I will see you next season. Definitely. I'm done. You're not going to see me ever again. I want my fucking cereal. Please send cereal for love of God's <laughs> Later. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.